What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I know that uh, it's been a beautiful one. Let me remind you of uh, what Psalm 118, uh, 24 through 27 says, through 26, let's just go 26. It says that this is the day uh, the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What a wonderful day it is. I hope you're rejoicing and glad uh, in it. Verse 25 says, O Lord, save us. O Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord from the house of the Lord. Uh, we bless you. Joy and I uh, bless you uh, tonight. And uh, we just want to pray and open up our time uh, together. And we pray that as we meet together tonight and as we dive into the scriptures, uh, that, uh, that it'll stir up some rejoicing and gladness within you and that you'll be blessed uh, by our time together in the Word of God tonight. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, we uh, do bless you tonight and we exalt you and we glorify uh, your name. Uh, we rejoice uh, in your presence. We rejoice in your blessing. We rejoice uh, in your goodness. Uh, we rejoice in your salvation. Uh, we rejoice uh, in, in your word. Uh, we pray tonight, Lord, that as we study your word, that it'll stir up rejoicing and gladness yes. within us and, and bring blessing uh, upon us. Lord, we give you our time together uh, tonight. Uh, we pray your kingdom come, uh, your will be done. Speak to us, uh, change us, encourage us, we pray in Jesus' mighty yes. name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, well, uh, as you look into the scriptures and you study the Word of God, uh, one of the interesting things that uh, arises uh, to me, and maybe, uh, maybe one of the unknown things uh, that arises, is the uh, emphasis and importance uh, of, of healthy thinking of our, of our thought life and how powerful uh, and important our thinking, our thoughts, our, our meditations are. Uh, Paul uh, put a big emphasis on this, and one of the times that he did uh, was in Romans 12, uh, you know, the, the famous uh, Romans 12. Uh, let me just read it to you, a wonderful uh, reminder of how powerful our minds are, how powerful mm. and important our thinking yes. is, and, uh, and how important it is for us to be completely surrendered and, and to completely turn our lives over That's to right. the Lord. Romans 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourselves, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, mm. holy and pleasing to God. This is your reasonable, your spiritual act of worship. Uh, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You see the, the power there of a, uh, of a renewed uh, mind, uh, of, of getting your thinking and your thoughts and your meditations back uh, to where they need to be, uh, to uh, the power of that to come and, and, and help us to, 
not be led astray by the world or conform to the world or living like the world, but to be living according to the will of God. So powerful is our thinking, our meditations, our, uh, our thought life. Uh, this was so important to Peter uh, that Peter uh, says that wholesome thinking is one of the main reasons that he would write letters uh, to the Christians in order to stimulate them to wholesome thinking. Let me read that one to you, Second Peter uh, 3. Uh, one uh, says this says dear friends uh, or or beloved ones uh, this is this is now my second letter to you i have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking that he wanted to write down these truths and these instructions uh, so that we would be uh, stimulated to wholesome uh, healthy mm. true uh, life-giving thinking to that that would come to uh, our thoughts and then he goes on in verse 2 to say i want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our lord and savior through your apostles so uh, like for us today, it, it could really say, you know, I want you to, to remember the words of God in the Old Testament, and I want you to remember the Word of God in the New Testament. I want you to be, uh, through the Word of God, to be renewed and refreshed and, and to have wholesome, healthy, uh, life-giving meditations and thoughts and thinking is so powerful. Uh, it is so important uh, that our thoughts uh, be honoring and pleasing to God, that our thinking be life-giving and wholesome. It's just going to have a wonderful effect on all the mm, rest yeah. uh, of our lives. And so important to that, as Peter says, uh, is the Word of God. Now, I know as, as you and I were talking about this, uh, that uh, that you just began to you know meditate and began to listen to the Holy Spirit uh, and uh, began to look to the Word of God and the Lord really just started to to download some things into you, mm. you know, that are that are so uh, <laughs> that are so relevant uh, and and life giving and life changing that are coming crazy right. from the Word of God from the Word of God that's right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah I was I was thinking about our thought life, you know, and I was trying to think, I always like to have, when you, you have a scripture or you're teaching a Bible, you know, a Bible study, it's always kind of cool to me to, to have somebody in the Bible that, you know, you yeah. can, can relate to that particular thing you're talking about. Well, this, just the Lord, I guess, just kind of made this connection for me. But I was thinking about one of my favorite Bible characters is King David yes. in the Bible, man. He's, and actually probably there's a, of all the Old Testament people, probably the most written about him, you there, think? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so so I think God wants us to really look at his life yes. to, mm. to, you know, kind of shine a light on our lives. And um, he goes through everything that a human could possibly go through, right? Um, I was just kind of listening out some of these things and, and shows, and he kind of helps us show, how, show us how to respond to the Lord and to, with the help of the Lord to the different things he, he's going through. Right. But he goes through battles. He goes through loss, tremendous loss. Yes. Um, he goes through rejection. Um, enemies pursuing him, like a good bit of his life is probably spent with enemies pursuing him, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, cool thing about uh, the life of David and about the scriptures uh, is you can read about 
like those events. Yeah. And then you can read like from Psalms. Right. What he was feeling. Yes. When he was going through those things. Yeah. So not only knowing what he's going through, but his emotions and his cool. prayers and his yeah. feelings as he went through exactly. it. Exactly. And um, I mean, he's like family issues. Anybody out there have family issues? <laughs> you know, yeah. David had plenty of them. Um, sin, guilt and shame. Uh, redemption, and he also has victories. Mm -hmm. You know, so all this, when you read about King David, you see all of this, you know. And so I think he first learned a lot about who he was and who God is and who he is in God. I think he first learned those things not in the battlefield, um, not in the throne room, not in the temple, but I think he first learned those things as a shepherd tending Mm -hmm. sheep in the pasture. Yeah. In the pasture. So God just started, as I was thinking about this, just started, um, like you said, downloading and just kind of opening up some things. But I want us to turn to 1 Samuel 16:10, um, And let's just look at, at David's first part of his life. And we're going to get to how his thought life just, you know, was, was changed through God. Yes. Um, but mm. 1 Samuel 6:10, go there with me. We're going to read it. And, it's, and um, so, so there's a new king coming. And Samuel's going to anoint the new king. And um, God told Samuel it was going to be from um, Jesse, you know, Jesse's line. And so Jesse had seven sons passed before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? Ah, They're still the youngest, Jesse answered. Yeah, he's tending sheep. Just pause there. He was tending sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So Jesse sends for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had fine appearance Hmm. and handsome features. I think time in the pasture, time tending sheep, gave him that health and glowing features. And, you know, I think that time in the pasture gave him those things. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So the Spirit of the Lord came. So Samuel took the horn of oil, anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Then Samuel then went to Ramah. But David doesn't immediately become king. He doesn't. He actually goes back to being a shepherd. He actually goes back into the pasture, tending sheep. Um, So then King Saul hears about David. And here's he's a musician. King Saul's having some trouble, you know, and King Saul hears about him and he sends for him. But the Bible says when you read this just a few few you know, verses on, it says he's still tending sheep. He's ministering to Saul, but he's still tending sheep. He's in, still in the pasture. Matter of fact, when David goes to fight Goliath, you know where he is? Mm-hmm. Where? In the, he was before he left. Tending sheep. Tending sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Before he goes, he's, he's in there. Um, not only is he ministering back and forth to Saul, but he's tending sheep. And the Bible actually, actually says that. He's tending sheep when he's sent back to check on his brothers at war, and then he encounters Goliath. All right. Before I go any further in David's story, I want to talk about how being in the pasture of our lives prepares us for the purpose of our life. 
especially pertaining to our thought life, since we're focusing on that tonight. But I just want to repeat that again, the pasture of your life. Maybe that's um, the time, the, the stillness or the still mm-hmm. time that you spend with God in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, early I rise and spend time with the Lord, you know. Or maybe it's, um, you know, maybe it's a time where you're just, just sitting back and you're just allowing the Lord, Lord to speak to you. Or, you know, maybe it's a time where you're waiting, You know, you're waiting to see a dream fulfilled. You're waiting to see a purpose fulfilled. You're waiting to see a vision fulfilled. You're waiting for a victory to come. You're waiting for the giant to be slayed. You're waiting to become king. You know, in that waiting time, that's your pasture. Yes. That's your pasture. So I want to read. This is, I loved what you said about not only can we read about David's life, but we can go into Psalms and read so many of the things he's going through. Because, you know, you think about the people in the Bible and you think, oh, these people, you know, here they are. Well, they had emotions just like we do. Mm-hmm. They experienced sadness. They experienced depression. They experienced sorrow. They experienced all the things we experienced. So here we have David in Psalms talking about what he's feeling. Yeah. So I want to go to Psalm 19. Awesome. Did you want to say something? No, I, I just I just love it. It is it is awesome. Love the word. So mm-hmm. I want you to, as we read Psalm 19, I want you to picture David out in the pasture tending sheep. And I think this is a lot of times that God downloaded these songs to him, these these worship songs. And he was out there just worshiping God. But the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They they use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the earth. Now, you know David was out in nature when he was tending sheep, right? And so you know that as he looked at the skies and as he looked at the trees and as he looked at the animals, as he looked at all creation, all these things just began to bubble up within him. You know, so in your pasture, there should be a time that you're worshiping God and you're declaring who he is and how great and powerful he is. You know, and so all these things were just happening um, to David as he's in the pasture tending sheep. He's recognizing and realizing how awesome and powerful God is. Um, In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. Yes. Then he goes into... Doesn't it just... uh, Go ahead. Isn't that just true, though? I mean... When you go out and you look at creation, yes, and like you see like a beautiful sunset or a sunrise, right? It just it just declares the glory of God. It yeah. just proclaims that yeah. He is and that He is true and that He's done all this. It's just that is, and it's so like even just walking out tonight to to walk over to the church and the crisp fall that you feel mm-hmm. and the leaves you see changing. That's just God's glory being just, displayed, yeah. you know? And it's just you're remembered that when we have an awesome creator. It just stirs up a thank you, Jesus. It and does. You know, and I mean, it really does. You go out there and look at it and you're just like, wow, praise yeah, the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Exactly, exactly. So then David goes from just, man, how awesome and powerful God is to how awesome and powerful his word is. Yes. Okay? He says, the law of the Lord is perfect, Amen. refreshing the 
soul. The mm. statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Mm. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. Yes. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much more than than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them, your servant is warned. In keeping them, there is a great reward. Then he starts thinking about God's grace. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful, willful sin. May they never rule over me. Then I'll be blameless, innocent of great transgression. Then he ends with this awesome, powerful verse. May the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now, you know he spent a lot of time by himself in the pasture. Mm -hmm. And his thoughts could have gone everywhere. But he's saying, Lord, when I'm alone, let my thoughts be pleasing to you. Lord, when I'm with the sheep, let my thoughts be pleasing to you. When I'm playing for Saul, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. And that was just an awesome, powerful declaration. So I want to give you some things that the pastor, the pasture, not pastor, even though I love the pastor, but the pasture where where, um, David was tending sheep. I want to give you a few things that the pasture teaches us okay so if you want to get out your notepad get out your pen you can take notes on this here's the first thing that the pastor teaches us that god's word changes us Mm. you'll Mm. go back and you read where he talks about his word david says his word refreshes our soul man maybe tonight you're just feeling man my soul is just so disturbed my soul is just so so down why are you so downcast Oh, my soul, read the word of God. Get the word of God in your heart because it refreshes your soul. The word of of God makes me wise. It changes me. In the pasture, I open up my Bible and I read the word of God. It gives joy to my heart. God's word is precious and it's sweet. It gives us warning and reward. That's God's Word. God's Word changes us. If we want our thought life to be transformed, we have to be hooked up to the transforming, life-giving Word of God. Amen. All right, number two. Go ahead. It's a must. It's a must. I don't know, just as you're, you're, you know, preaching there, it just reminds me that, you know, there's so many who, who are longing for life change and in need of life change like they're you know surveying their life and they're not happy with the way things are going yeah uh, that what they need to do one of the main things they need to do is to just turn to the scriptures just get into the word of god and you just get into the word of god it's going to start getting into you that's right and it's going to start to bring about change it's going to start to bring about yes uh, transformation Uh, so so you need that pasture time if you want some life change to take place, if the marriage isn't going the way you think it ought to go, if you know, uh, work's not going the way you think it ought to go, or, or you know, whatever else may be going on, get 
get alone, get into the Word of God, and let the Word of God get into you, let it get into your thinking, let it get into your speaking, and let it begin to change your environment, and begin to change uh, your your life. That's right. Uh, um, it's powerful. This is the you know. Correct me if I'm if mm-hmm. I'm thinking wrong mm-hmm. here, but the, this pasture time that you're talking mm-hmm. about it, it sounds a lot like Jesus's secret place. Yeah. You know, the 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 prayer right. closet. That, right. Is that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So it's that yeah. slipping away where right. it's you and God. Be still time. and know that He is God. Yeah. And in that stillness, in that pasture land, He just can speak so directly to you. So the first, one of the f- things we can learn in the pasture is that God's word changes us. The second thing is that training and victory must happen before the battle takes place. Hmm. So the pasture land, the tending the sheep is a training time. Yeah. It's training and in the, in the, in the pasture land, tending sheep, David had victories. Yes. And here's what it says. He learned how to fight off the lions and the bears in the pasture land, yeah. tending sheep. So um, 1 Samuel 17, 33 says this, this, David's gone out, heard Goliath speaking against the, the people of God, and he's ready to fight this thing. He's ready to, to this, this giant ain't gonna take my people. This, this giant, who is he to speak against the Lord, you know? And so Saul is going to um, give him, you know, the, the things he needs to go out. And Saul actually replies to him. He says, you're not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. Mm-hmm. I've been in the pasture land. Mm. I've been tending sheep. Come and on. let me tell you what I've learned in the pasture land. Number one, God's word changes me. And number two, I know who I serve because I've been in the pasture land and he's been talking to me. Well, I've been spending time with him. Yeah. And so That's he good. says, he says, I've been keeping his, my father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it struck it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in those battles, he learned to trust God. He learned that God was with him and he was never alone. And he learned that his strength did not come from himself. It came from God. Yes. And so in the pasture, David learns that there's an enemy that roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the enemy, and especially in our thought life, can roam around. And if we do not give, give God our thought life, if we do not win victories in our pasture, then the, the enemy can devour us. Yes. But we've got to have our training and our victories won in the pasture land before the battle ever happens. Amen. And then when the, and then if we're in the pasture, if we're going to the, to the field, and preparing there and spending time there, then when the battle happens, we're prepared and ready That's right. to win, yes. to win the battle. So, yeah. so David may not even have the confidence to go face Goliath if he hadn't spent the time 
in the pasture. In the pasture. So spending that time in the pasture leads to victory right. over the giant yes. that faces him yeah. and leads to victory for others That's right. as well. That's right. So again here, you know, so important to our life change and to mm. our victory uh, is taking that time right. in, the, in the pasture. Yeah. Uh, in the word, right. in prayer, yeah. in the presence of the Lord. That's right. To be prepared and strengthened to go and fight the battles we yeah. gotta fight and not lose them. That's right. Not lose. But win them. That's right. So if you wanna kill, if you got a giant. Come on. In your life that's mocking you and causing you to hide and, and, and dominating you and terrifying you and mm -hmm. controlling your life, then key to victory is to go to the pasture. Go to the pasture. Go to the presence of the that's Lord. That's right. Pray yes. in His word and yeah. there learn to throw the rock that'll take off Come that on. giant's head. All yeah. right, so number three, you're going right to, yeah, the, right, right to number three. You learn to become comfortable with your weapons yeah, in the yeah. pasture. All right, 1 Samuel 17, 29 says this, David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. Saul's putting his armor on him. I cannot go in these, he says. He said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off, then he took his staff, which he had used in the pasture, chose five smooth stones, which you know he, do, he did every day when he went out to tend his flock. He gathered up some rocks. He gathered up some rocks because he knew there was up. bears or lions out there. That's good. He picked them up from the stream, <clears throat> put them in the pouch of the shepherd's bag with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Can I just remind you that in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, that it says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Yes. And that on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Yes. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Yes. David knew what his weapons were. In our thought life, in our regular life, whatever we're going through, we have got to use the weapons that God has given us. And yes. we've got to become comfortable using them. The Bible is a weapon. Mm. The shield of faith is a weapon. The power of the Holy Spirit is <laughs> like the bazooka of the weapons, the atomic bomb of weapons. The body of Christ is a weapon. Yes, and we've got to become comfortable in using these weapons so that when we go against the giant, we say, uh-uh, I can't take anything the world gives me because that doesn't fit me. I know how to use my Bible because that is what I've used in the pasture. I know that I can worship my way through to a breakthrough yes. because that's what I've done when I've been tending sheep for my father. Yes. I know that I can put the devil under my feet, that the enemy that roams around like a roaring lion cannot devour me because I have spent time in praying and the power of the Holy Spirit, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives inside of me. And I have the power to pull down every stronghold yes. and everything that take that is is acknowledges itself against the knowledge of Christ. Amen. So that's we've got Amen. to become comfortable using yes. our weapons and we do that in the pasture. In the pasture. Yes. And that means that the the time of being defeated and you know for for someone out there listening the time of being defeated uh, and and enslaved has come to an end. That's it. 
we, you will be victorious. Right. You must be right. victorious. David, David doesn't go down there to face Goliath to lose. No. And he's not, mm -mm. He, he knows that he has been victorious That's over right. the bear. Yes. And he's been victorious over the lion and that he's going down into that battle yes. to be victorious That's and right. that he will win, that That's he right. must Come win, on. that he cannot. That's right. There's some battles we cannot lose. There's some That's battles right. right now. You've lost, you've lost, you've lost, mm -hmm. but that losing comes to an end tonight yeah. and you will now be victorious. You go into the pasture. Right. And you get into the Word, yes. and you get into prayer, and you learn who your Savior is, right. and you learn your weapons, and you Come learn on. what to meditate on, yes. and how to capture yes. uh, and control uh, your thinking so yeah. that the enemy doesn't have them, and be victorious. Come Some on. battles we can't lose. That's right. We gotta win. We've gotta and win. The time them. of losing has come to yes. an end, Amen. and much too long has it been. Yes. It's time to be victorious yes. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So the fourth thing that we've gotta learn that we or that we learn in the pasture is we need to learn what we meditate on must be pleasing to God. Yes. It must be pleasing to God. Yes. If we want to have victory in our thought life or in any, any part mm -hmm. of our life, we must guard what we allow through our eyes and through our ears. That's we must good. guard it. And then we must put in every bit of the Word of God and believe it and stand on it and use it as those five simple stones that David picked up. You say, you want me to get in my Word? That's so easy. Got it's you. so easy, but it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just do it. Joshua 1.8 says this, Keep this book of law always on your lips. Mm -hmm. Meditate on it day and night night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful you know you think david knew that verse right there mm -hmm. think he had read it yeah mm -hmm. psalms 1 1 through 2 says this blessed is the one who does not walk I know you do. In the step with the wicked mm. or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates yes. on his law day and night. It's just really not supposed to ever be absent from us, is it? Mm. Psalms 63, 6 says this, On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night, yes. even when you're sleeping. Man, yeah. just let the Holy Spirit, just spend time with the Lord, even when you're in your bed. Sleep pray. Sleep pray. You yes. said you actually sleep pray. So, yeah. I, you know, that's, that's something that um, can man. happen. I think that David learned how to become a warrior in the pasture. I think that David learned how to become a worshiper in the pasture. And I think David learned how to become a king yeah, in the pasture. And ultimately... Before he comes, becomes king, he has a crazy response to Saul because Saul is, is, you know, his enemy at some point in time. And his response to Saul's authority was birthed in the pasture. Yes. And he allowed God to teach him how to respond to authority in the pasture. You know, so everything, I think he just learned so much in the pasture. Amen. And then even, you know, one of the big times that, that David messed up was when his thought life was off. You know, he was bored. He was at home. He, you know, maybe he had had not meditated on the Word of God, you know, for several weeks. And then, man, it just it really messed up his life, yeah. mm. you know. So we just have to be careful and we have to make sure we're spending time in the pasture, yes. tending the father's sheep. And um, so I just, 
you know, however you want to. It's going to have such a, it's going to have such a life-changing impact on, on the meditations yes. of our heart, on our on our thought life, which just so affects every, every other area. It does. Of it our does. lives, we've got to we've got to run to the pasture. We've yes. got we've got to slip away, mm-hmm. and and have the time in the Word and the time seeking the Lord and and hanging out with Him and That's listening right. to Him and hearing yes. uh, from Him. We must have this uh, in. Uh, our uh, lives and you know maybe a great a great place to start uh, is to is to pray the end of of Psalm 19 mm, yes um, we can pray it tonight That's and you right. just begin to make that a prayer in your life uh, Lord may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart yes. be pleasing in your sight That's right. uh, oh Lord my rock and oh, my, my uh, redeemer uh, start by praying that prayer and then you know put action behind that prayer and make sure you go into the pasture uh, and and spend time in the word of God and spend mm. time with the Lord so that he can move upon your That's thoughts right. And move upon your mouth, yes. uh, so that you're so that you're speaking and you're mm-hmm. thinking. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the, That's right. the mouth yeah. speaks. That's right. So what you're putting in is going to come out. Amen. You know. Amen. So yeah. And I just I just cannot see how you can get your thinking right and your speaking right, and that that doesn't translate to a transformed life. That's right. When my when my speaking yes. is pleasing to God. And my thinking mm-hmm. is pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. My life lines up. My right. living becomes yes. pleasing to God. That's and right. what's better than what's better than that, than to have the heavenly Father look and say, "Man, I am pleased. Yeah. Well done, yeah. good and faithful yeah. child." Actually, of mine. I mean, it moves you from being a shepherd to a king. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And enjoying all the the benefits of being a joint heir with Jesus. Yep. Yes, amen. I wonder if David ever, when he was a king, just slipped back out there with the sheep. Oh, man, just, you know he you did. Know. <laughs> with his lyre. Threw some rocks. Yeah, yeah. Worshipped some, played <laughs> That's some songs. That's a good thought, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, praise the Lord. We need to do that. We need to slip, we slip do. into we the gotta, pasture. We've got to slip out into the pasture as often as we can. That's right. And spend time with the Father. Yes. Spend time with, with the Lord who is my shepherd. Yes. And let him change my my thoughts and change my words and change uh, my life so that it lines up and is pleasing Amen. with him. That's right. Uh, let's pray this prayer tonight uh, of uh, of just asking the Lord to make our words and our meditations pleasing to him. And then it ends with a declaration of, Lord, you're my rock and my yes. redeemer. Amen. And tonight, if Jesus is not your rock, if he's not... Uh, your, he is, if you haven't made him your rock right. and your redeemer, if you haven't received him as your rock and your redeemer. But tonight you want to give your heart uh, to the Lord. Uh, you want to put your trust in him. Uh, you want to declare him as your rock, your foundation that yes. you're going to live on and build your life upon. And as your redeemer, uh, your savior, uh, your forgiver, your redemption, mm. your hope, your, uh, uh, your light and your peace, then tonight as we pray, uh, just open up your heart and pray uh, with me uh, and give your life to Jesus and he'll come in and change it and transform it uh, and uh, and he promises abundant life That's right. not only eternal life but abundant life uh, here and now let's pray together yes uh, Lord we thank you for your presence with us tonight uh, we thank you for your word 
And we thank you for this wonderful truth that has been taught. Uh, for some, it's brand new. Uh, for some, it's a reminder. For all of us, it is greatly needed uh, that we would get to the quiet place, that we would get to the secret place, that we would get out into the pasture, that we would, that we would there uh, sit with you and hear from you and learn from you, that we would uh, devour your word and that it would get down inside of us into our hearts, into, into our uh, thinking, into our speaking, uh, penetrating every part of us, uh, all through us, uh, completely uh, consuming us would be your word and your presence and your ways and, and, and your thoughts, Lord, that we would get out there and we would be changed and transformed by you. And, Lord, I think of Moses as he, as he was up on the mountain in your presence. And when he came down out of the mountain, out of your presence, he was shining. He looked like you. He was shining with your glory. They couldn't even look at him, Lord, that, that as we go into the pasture, Lord, when we come out, that people would know that yes. we have been with you, yes. like, was, like was recognized with the apostles and the disciples, that they saw that, that they'd been with Jesus. Let that be seen in us, Lord, that we have been no, with you. Yes. Now let our words uh, declare that we've been with you. Let our thinking declare that we have been uh, with you, yes. Lord Jesus. Let Thank the you, meditations Jesus. of our, let the words of our mouth and the meditations yes. of our heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, we believe and know that if that's true, that our living will be pleasing yes. uh, in your sight right. as well. And Lord, tonight I know that there are some uh, that may not have declared you Lord and Savior, Rock and Redeemer. And so we just pray tonight and we open up our hearts and we say, Jesus, come into my life. Be my rock. Be my redeemer. Be my Lord. Be my savior. I give you my life. Yes. I want to live for you. I receive your forgiveness. I declare that you are my Redeemer, yes. bring me into abundant life. Thank you, Lord. Bring me into eternal life. Let me live to please you. All of my days, yes. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, thank you, babe, for that uh, wonderful, uh, powerful, mm -hmm. uh, life-giving word. Uh, let it be hidden down inside of each and every one of our hearts and bring forth an abundant yes. harvest. You know, Amen. Joy said in here that one of our weapons uh, is the church. It's the people of God. Mm -hmm. It's the coming together of the saints. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that uh, this Sunday. Right. I hope that uh, I hope that you, if you're around us, will come and join us, uh, connect with us, uh, and uh, and come together as the church. And let's worship the Lord together this Sunday. Yes. If you're not around us, get to a local church uh, wherever you are. Uh, and uh, worship the Lord together right. uh, with His people. It'll change and transform your life. Amen. Have a blessed rest of the week. God bless you. Hope to see you Sunday.